Oh my God. Are you now condemning fishing? I, when did I ever endorse it? This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about R2-D2 tools. <laughs> I, like, I like that pause. Did I throw you off there a little bit? Yeah, you did. R2-D2 tools. R2-D2 tools. <laughs> so like the stuff that he has inside him? That is correct. And Wait, I- is, it, is it R2-D2's tools or R2-D2 stools if it's inside him? I'm confused now. Oh, Fuck. boy. Well, just like Dave, this that's a bonus character now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like he's like a Swiss army knife. Kind of is. Yeah. And I thought we just, I wanted to do a thing. I have 10 here. There could be more. Someone out there will find 11. I don't, I don't know. Care. I don't care. I'm doing yeah. 10. I got 10 here. It's, it's top 10 tools. And I thought I'd go back and forth between you guys, two of you, you know, take take turns and see maybe who can, you know, think of the most, I guess. Does that, does oh that boy, sound fun? Okay. Okay. That sounds like something but, to fill the episode with. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That, <laughs> that's why I'm doing it. But I, 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 I saw I saw something in some Star Wars Insider, and it had a list. And I was like, well, this is fun to do. And there's like little paragraphs, each one or whatever. And you probably, you guys, between two of you, you guys will definitely think of ten. But... Before I go there, I gotta have these awesome names, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. My name is Can Opener Chris. <laughs> are these parts from an actual Swiss Army knife? They are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you have a Swiss Army knife? I do. I do not. I used to, but they had like a, like a few things, like a screwdriver, a corkscrew, a, a toothpick. Which who puts like a metal? pick thing in their mouth. You know what I mean? Well, it was like plastic. I remember What's you could slide it. Yeah, yeah okay. it, it had a little tab you could slide it in and out. I'm sure yeah. it was the least sanitary thing to stick in your mouth. So you're going to pick out something and then slide it back in there and now the bacteria is yeah. festering <laughs> inside the Swiss Army knife. And now you're going to stick it back in your mouth? I'm it's pretty sure this is how COVID now. started now you're sounding all this out. I think so too. And then I, I, always a, had a pair, a, I had a pair of scissors that couldn't cut shit. Well, was, yeah. Matt, were you were you in were you guys either in Boy Scouts? Yeah, no, I hated it. I hated every <laughs> second of it. No, because is this something that Boy Scouts you had like a, a Swiss Army knife? Back yeah, in? yeah, they yeah. they needed to fend off the Scoutmaster. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ, that organization. What Back would, off, or I'll pick your teeth. And tell <laughs> us, tell us in full detail. Go. What am I doing? But what did the, 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 no, the master no, do to no, the children? No, no, no. Oh my God. Doing, you sound like Woody in the background. No, you're just going yeah, yeah. to cause me editing, so just don't bother. I have in my fishing gear a Leatherman tool, which is very similar, and I use it a lot. Well, Because it, ha- it has the, the Leatherman tool is far superior it's functional. than the Swiss Army Yes, Army. it is. Oh, yeah. Because you, especially when you're fishing, um... You need a pliers a lot, like you know the, the the fish will swallow the bait, or you just need to get it out. Especially if you catch something you don't want to stick your fingers in its mouth. I need something um, to break open a window and hotwire a car, so I can get the fuck out of fishing. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with fishing, mm-hmm. but like you say, you catch a turtle. You know, you're not gonna stick your fingers near a turtle's mouth. Um, you know, snake. You just you you manipulate it so it's a pliers you crank that sucker out of there and everybody's gravy you know but but you put it back in the in the water with the shit still stuck in their mouth and throw no, it you do you take it out but how do you take it out if you can't get get in there with your hand? you use the pliers on the leatherman tool well then you, can you pull out the string or whatever the fishing line well that's attached to the hook which you've already taken out so you're good so you've inhaled this poor thing Sent it on its way injured with no medical care. That sounds great. 
Oh my god. Are you now condemning fishing? I when did I ever endorse it? <laughs> That's so the then when they swallow thing. it comes out. That's the funniest thing you have ever said. <laughs> when they swallow it comes out the side hole? When did I ever endorse it? <laughs> <laughs> no. You just I mean you do put a hole in their mouth. Yeah, you do. No, that's okay. Yeah, All right. That's fine. This oh my great. god, they're fish. That's what happened to Val Kilmer. That's what's oh wrong with this Oh my god. Picture. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm also joined with Magnifying Glass Matt. Do they have Sharpie Knights with magnifying glasses? That sounds incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> and this one, Dave knows probably because he's a fucking fisherman, but I had to look at what this word even meant. Disgorger Dave? Disgorger. I don't know what that is. What is that? It said something like it's a tool that the fishermen use to cut out the, the, the shit in the hooks. Like, to cut out the shit in the fishes. Oh, I don't know. I thought you knew that one because you're, you're an everyman's man. You're no, I'm golfer, not. You're a fisherman. That's beer it. Drinker. That's all it takes. Those two things. Beer. beer. <laughs> what? What don't you do? do Most you things that I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> can you play the piano? I couldn't before. Um, oh, sorry. That's Simpsons. <laughs> I, I don't endorse playing the piano. No. Can you play a guitar? I can play two chords on the guitar. And if you can play C Open and G. Open and closed. <laughs> if you can play C and G on the guitar, you can play pretty much every kid's song. Because I used to, I was a music teacher at my son's preschool, which meant I just would screw around with songs with the kids and make them dance and stuff like that. It was fun, you know, and I got money off the of his tuition. But it's like, if you learn C and G, you can play, you can play 50 songs. Because every kid's song is just C and G. So that's what Springsteen does. C and G, that's it. <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> How C hard is that born now? in the G, USA. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming next? Yes, that's right. C, C. in the G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. All right, well. We'll go back and forth. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes and see what we can get an episode out of this shit. So I guess I'll go Dave first, alphabetically. Dave, pick pick one of the top ten that, that you can think of. All right. I'll go with the the thing that seems most useful and the thing that he uses the most. And I don't even know what you call that thing. It looks like a silver dildo that comes out of him that he can insert into things and talk to computers. That is called the Universal Computer Interface Arm. That is okay. a great idea for a character like that. It's it it in a in a star in a setting like Star Wars, where things are technolog- technologically advanced compared to what we've seen, and droids exist. That is a great idea for a storyline that this droid has this interactive thing to kind of get him out of tight spots in story situations and still be believable and not like roll your eyes at. I've always loved that about that character and the use of that that item or tool i guess yeah it it accesses computers for information opens doors operates elevators and shut down a giant molten metal dispenser mm. now yeah that's like his he's like a swiss army knife but that thing is like his swiss army knife of, of, swiss of army being knife. a swiss army knife yeah that's like, it's like, like that's like the knife of the swiss army knife the thing that actually gets used <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's all, the that, that's number and, three at the top ten. That's number three. That seems yeah. to me like what he is most useful for. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if he uses it. You guys in all can you in each movie, do you remember when he uses it? No, I don't, but I know he does it in most he uses, of the, I, he, he uses it to shut down the the trash compactor, right? Yeah. yeah. He, he uses it to open the doors, doors in Cloud City. And open the doors in Return of the Jedi in that bunker. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that, and that was, seems to be it, what he's most useful for it, it that was, tool. It was double duty in um, uh, Empire Strikes Back because the as he's interfaced with the computer, it told him that the uh, Empire had disabled the and how they disabled the hyperdrive in the Millennium Falcon. Right, he knew that. 
Yep. And he's trying to tell him, and then just nobody wants to hear his shit. C3PO's like, shut up. You don't know anything. I have one leg. Go to hell. Yeah. (laughs) And you're right. It does look like a penis that comes out and goes in. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and you stands. know, you know that Luke got some use out of that on Tatooine, <laughs> unless he was uh, phallophobic. <laughs> Call back. Call back. Thank you, Matt. We'll go to you now. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with like the next most visual one. I think, which is the, I think, I think, and I know this. Maybe it's not what it's called in, in your source material, but they called it the the his arc welder in the Return of the Jedi radio play because they talked about him zapping the Ewok in the ass with it. And these, and c 3 was like, Oh no, you've shot that poor Ewok with your arc welder. And we've seen that I think more than once, or maybe it's just that one, one time, but I'm going to go with his, his welding tool because we're talking about tools. Now this is crazy. Cause Matt, that is number one. Oh really? It huh. is called, and you said it kind of the zapper zapper. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. And it's recharging dead machinery, minor welding jobs, and testing circuits. And yes, he did the Ewoks and Salacious B. Crumb. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, when he curses them out. Yeah. Isn't that... What did, what's that thing called that people use now? Like the cops have it. What's the taser. Uh, taser. Taser, yeah. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you that can buy... That. You can buy a taser, a handheld taser. You actually got to get in proximity of people... You have to touch them with it, and there is like a blue arc that goes between the two uh, metal poles on it. Yeah, you can buy one right now. No papers needed. I'm guessing neither one of you were ever tased, right, in your life? No. Not that I'm going to admit. In the (laughs) face. I wonder how that... I don't want to know how it feels, but I just want to know how that feels. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just because I've seen people get it done. You know, you watch a lot of jackasses. Oh my out god! There. You can buy one right now on Amazon for nineteen ninety nine. So we can buy one and find out how it feels <laughs> by this time tomorrow. They did that on Jackass. Yep. I thought so. Yeah, they I can get this. Yeah. I can get this delivered to me by seven a.m. tomorrow morning. If they only Are had a drone that? shipment of it, I would order it right now so I could tase myself at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> And now the moment you've all been waiting yep. for, at least everyone that hates our show, <laughs> where we tase ourselves. Do you see those jackass guys, what they did for Shark Week? No, I wanted to. I'm trying to find it. I got to look on, on see if it's on demand. On Discovery or something, isn't it? <sighs> the, one guy, the one guy got messed up. I got to watch this. I mean, they, they were Fonzieing, you know, like over, a, you know, family of sharks wow did he get attacked yeah the one guy the one guy went like sideways off the ramp and landed straight into him and got bit badly like on his arm like it was it was nasty oh my god i've been trying to find i watched the dumbass sharknado one with ian zerling and the other chick going in the shark water damn it who's the other chick tara reed yeah her yeah 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 Jackass Maybe Forever, October twenty second. Shark Week thing. But all right, take the the zapper number one. Wow, I just, this might not be in any order. Yeah, what no, makes I, it number I, it's one? It's number one. It makes me it's, a it's better a guesser than Dave. I don't think it's number one. And you can't, I think and you can't get first. better than number one. Think, so good luck. I, I think Dave's right. I think it was just listed first. Thanks, Chris. Thanks Num- for backing me up. Number one. All right, we'll go back to Dave. Eight more. What can you think of? All right, he has, I don't know what you, I'm sure you have some fancy name for it, but he has that claw, I want to say it's like a grappling claw, it's the thing that he he's trying to get the food away oh, from Yoda, right, yeah. and Yoda's whacking him with his cane, so I say grappling claw. That, Dave, is a, is a tool, but it's not in the top ten. Oh, it's a shame. It's you know what, one. it might be under this. You know what, I fucking lied, it's number nine. <laughs> it says, he says utility and arms, and it says... His arms are fitted with claws and grippers. So I guess I'll give that... I guess that counts, right, Dave? Well, I said claw, so... Yeah. Serving drinks, snatching glow rods from the Jedi. Yeah, or or, yeah, or being a cock blocker, you know, in between uh, certain people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's known for most. 
But yeah, Dave. Dave is right. Utility and manipulator arms. Yeah. All right, I'll give it to you. Number nine, Dave. Hey. All right. That was good. As number one. It's not number one, like 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 Matt got, but you know. Number nine, not not in any order. No. Could have been number one. <laughs> All right, Matt. Back I get to so competitive. I get so competitive. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh shit! I get all right. I don't know what it's called, but I do know what another thing's called. So I'll let uh, uh, until I can think of a name because I know there's another interface that he uses in Cloud City, and it's the wrong one. They ends up putting an electrical socket and getting zapped. But I don't know what that's called. Actually, maybe no. I don't know what it's called. So I'm going to go with what I one that popped in my head. I don't know if they'll count this as a tool, but we know he has it. We it's ever since the original Star Wars. We know he's got a holographic projector. So I'm going to go with holographic projector as one of his top ten tools. Number ten. All right, that's Not, that's a number you know. one with a zero next to it. <laughs> that, that's Dave. a good one. I would not have thought of that. That I mean, and we, you're right. We all know it, but I wouldn't have thought of that as a tool. So good, good snag. Like, yeah, it's a hollow projector, the princess, and missing Jedi, the star charts, where to find them. You know, he has. Yeah, he's constantly fucking showing. You know, home movies through his fucking eye hole. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's that that scene though is still you know for 1977 when they that the holographic layer that that still fucking holds up. What I love know? about that is that their 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 limited resources for technology of that led to a very Star Warsy thing. Like they just filmed a, a TV and then spliced in the film with the scan lines and everything. But it's like you see that projection of a hologram, and that's that's uniquely Star Wars. No one else has done a hologram like that in any other sci-fi movie. So working within their limitations created something like iconic, like and and only to that world. I love that about that. Yeah, that's a good point. And they even to their credit, they didn't do a lot right in episode two. But I I can picture the scene where he's projecting yeah. Obi Wan. And they kept the same style, even right. though they could have done way they, better. Yeah, it mm-hmm. could have been like an interactive hologram that could actually lift shit. But it's like, no, yeah. they, they they did. You're right. They 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 kept it that uniquely Star Wars look, which which I do yeah. I do love that they kept through that the whole run of the of almost every if not everything I think everything at this point. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like he he's interrupted. The message is interrupted by him uh, fighting those uh, like super battle droids, and you see that right roll into yeah, the hologram. Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is nothing. This is kind of weird. I just heard recently somewhere. Do you know that the word droids or droid maybe it's copyrighted? Yep. Oh yeah, that's, that's been for a yeah quite a long I, time. It, yep. Like no one could call anything a droid and anything else. Nope. They got to be called robots. You or just whatever. every time you said droid like seven times, and now I got to write seven chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was just kind of weird. No. All right, Dave. Back to you. See if you can pick another one. All right. I'm not proud of knowing this, but I know it's a thing. <laughs> oh shit! You <laughs> must be and- from a prequel or something. Yeah, well, yeah. So, oh, beginning no. of episode three. I know what it is. <laughs> he's trapped by. Now, the, the super battle droids are the ones that walk. What are those rolling ones called? Super rolling battle Stat- droids. The STAP? I don't know. You know the ones mean. I'm talking about. They, yeah. they roll. On Battlefront, they always have like a force field around them, and then you can't kill them, and they, they get you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Um, yeah. The ones that roll. And then stop, and then they have like the side cannons. So super battle droids are the ones that are. They're actually really. It's a really cool design. I like this the way the super battle droid looks, and they have those arm cannons. But they're closing in on him, and he shoots the oil out oh, of his thing. That's a good one. All over the floor, so they slip. So I will say, it's almost like a James Bond gadget. Like like he had the oil slick coming out of the back of the Aston Martin. I'll say the oil slick tool now the oil slick tool is not really in here but i want to i want to give you what what happens after he does the oil slick well i was going to use that as a separate thing he sets it on fire he has a he has a flamethrower well he has he has like a rocket rocket boosters oh yeah and he rises up and and that's how it catches on fire that's what he sprays uh that's what i thought you were gonna say that though or the rockets he sp- yeah, he sprays the oil on mm-hmm. the ground and then he sh- he blasts over it. And this is this is Matt will appreciate this. That that the beginning of episode three is actually 
I actually like it a lot. And it's pretty long. That scene where he's blasting over that, that was the end of the first reel, Matt. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bad, that was a bad splice to have to do when we we're building up the movies. I mean, that's, that's a good 20 minutes into the movie and each reel is about 20 minutes when movies yeah. used to be on 35 yeah. millimeter. Um, a reel is about 20 minutes. And that, splice came in the middle of him like oh it's that's and a usually fucking nightmare it's a bad place to, it's so yeah. every time that showed there was a tiny hiccup yep. a little jump nothing that anyone would notice but as a projectionist you try to do the best job you can yep. and i would watch that scene and every time i would watch that it would like it was a little tiny tiny dagger in the heart like who would put us who would put a, <laughs> a a real change there so yeah, Lucasfilm. Okay. Yeah, they would. Come, on. but since that that happened in that movie, didn't you guys bitch and moan then about the original trilogy? You never seen him get out of something when he's in Dagobah. Use your rocket, your rocket boosters. Like you never see him use that anything else. I, I honestly, remember. you know, it's funny. I actually honestly had in that. I don't like the rocket boosters because I think physically those would never lift. Are two off the ground because we've seen how much Luke struggles to upright him in Dagobah alone. But beside that, point. I actually headcanon this in saying that, well, he's been around for decades and been pretty much on the run since the rebellion. So shit broke down and people didn't fix it. So I could see him having stuff in the prequels that we don't see in the original trilogy because they don't work anymore. That's good. I, I like that. I like that that theory a lot. They're still stupid, though. But I, I remember that being a big thing, and people were yeah. people were angry, like, "Well, now they're writing stuff into these movies, and the fact that he never used it before belittles, you know, that stuff." It's like, I, don't know. Like I mean, I, you can get really upset about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jab his uh, sail barge, and he just rock it off and land gently, kind of. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. But if they didn't work, or they one broke off, then he has they have to be evenly balanced or he's going to fall over so if if one busted off he's fucked he could, the other two are useless to him so why bother and this this also answers the question how to get down steps R- rocket booster there you go well we saw <laughs> him kind of waddle down steps and going to the cantina that one time he did he did left left foot right foot left foot right foot <laughs> all right Dave, I, I gave you that one uh matt back to you okay all right this one i think is a solid guess I had okay. to think a little bit. I had to think about R2-D2 in, in Star Wars world. And I've uh, Dagobah was fresh on my mind from my last tirade right there. When he gets when he falls into the water off the X-Wing, he's got a periscope to look where he's going above the water. So I'm going to say his periscope is on the list or whatever they call it. Number four, there you periscope. Go. That's exactly like one of the top ones that you even think of. He uses it in, in, in Tatooine, too, when he when he falls off the sail barge. It pops oh, that's out right. Yep, deep. yep. Yeah. And he does that little humming singing in Dagobah. I always found that cute. It is and, cute. Yeah. Dagobah, yeah. It's it's like, you know, it's it adds to his personality. Because he it's definitely, not, he, that, that thing has more personality than 75% of the characters yeah, in all the movies. Yeah. And I'm looking at you, Padme. <laughs> isn't, isn't the uh, Periscope one of the things that came in, like the next R2 figure. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and Kenner, because the little blue thing that popped up, that's right. That was cool. It popped, yeah. it, it popped straight yep. up. And it, it was like so important. You know, you, you, you popped it up and on. It was, it was cute. It was adorable. Periscope for the win. Well, not, not for the win. <laughs> just, you know, for the- I know you're saying. I will take it, though. All right, Dave. Um, I got one, two, three. Is there four? Yeah, there's four more on here. All right, I uh, I'm kind of running out, and I don't know if this is a separate thing, but I'm just thinking about them, you know, especially the original trilogy. Um, the scene where they are worried that Han and Luke are stuck out in the snow. Mm. He's near the doors, and he. De- it's I, I don't know if it's an one. extension of this thing, but it is definitely like a radar yep. that he has sticking up pretty high yep. that is sensing for life forms. So I'm going to say that. That's Number five, the scanner antenna. 
antenna. Okay, scanner yeah, antenna. Yeah. So that's different than that periscope. That comes out of another hole, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you definitely when he's in search for for Luke and Han in the so in the in the sto- uh, snowstorm. Yeah, it's um it's it's cute, you know. It it's he he's fucking great, <laughs> you know. And it, uh, it, it also guy. makes you wonder, you know, was Kenny Baker like, I don't know, in these in these in the outfit like pushing up the shit that's coming out or you know oh, what I mean? That or makes that sense. Yeah. Shot? He could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an actor, so like yeah. when it needed to come up, he probably had a cue line, you know, like he had a cue that to do it. So yeah, I bet he was. I mean, he had something to do with it anyway. Yeah, he was. You know, use your hands, not just your legs. You know, <laughs> Kenny Baker probably doesn't get enough credit for the right. acting that yep. he did because a lot of what R two does, he's almost like a mime. So when R two would, yeah, would you know how when he would shift that. it? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he, he, when he would shift back and forth and he would like rock and he would yeah. walk it forward, like when you're trying to move a refrigerator or something. I mean, yeah. that has to be him in there shifting his weight back and forth to make that thing move. That's a personality that he's conveying with the way that he was walking. Maybe, I mean, I can remember that happening. He was like irritated or he was anxious about something. That's acting. Yeah, it was. And you believe you believe it. After a while, you forgot there was a person in there, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think I ever knew there was a person in there till well after like seeing Star Wars. I just assumed it was a, yeah. me- like somehow all mechanical, and then was su- was shocked to find out there was a person inside it. As a kid, or yeah. at forty two, <laughs> or you know <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to Matt. Matt, there's three more on here. I have three more guesses. Okay. But I think wow. two I think two are pretty weak. I'm gonna save well the one, I don't even know what to call it, so I'm gonna just leave that. I'm gonna this one, I'm gonna explain what it does, but I don't know what you would call it. I, I mean okay. it's like a mortar launcher. It's like it's what the compartment was that the Luke's lightsaber was held in and he was able to launch it. I don't know how I don't know what to name this tool, but I'm gonna guess You kinda did. You kinda just did. Okay, I'm gonna guess that's that's gotta be on the list because that's a very significant scene. Number eight, lightsaber launcher. There you go. Okay. Uh, See, that's the thing though. (laughs) No one would have built this droid with that specific tool as a lightsaber launcher. So it has to be something else more generalized and they used it for that. But anyway, I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the point or, well, I know it's not a point, but I'll take the, the, uh, call the judgment. Isn't unless, that- unless Luke. Oh, okay. Good point. That's a good point. You, yeah, it's a good, unless- there you go. Luke, like his dad was good at fixing stuff and he, you know, grew up on the okay. farm and he I could didn't think of that. Yeah. He might, it might have been a, uh, what do you call that? Like a modification that he personally made. Right. Okay. Because I don't think it always had it. Yeah, you're right. I think he made it That's good. for the trip to, yep. to save Han. There you go. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I said now, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. <laughs> do you remember? Remember when they, there's like behind the scenes or like a deleted do scene of remember Jedi? Remember the Luke? time? No, sorry. <laughs> do you? What about? What about this girl? Um. Remember when he was like in a cave? It was in building his lightsaber. Yes, yes. Yeah, was he doing that before he went to to save Han and put it yes. in R two's lid? Yes, it was supposed yeah. to be the opening of the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah he yeah. had lost his lightsaber at the end of Empire, so they had to explain he how did he get this green one? Well, it's him. He built it. See, they explain- which is what a Jedi is supposed to do yeah. anyway, right? They're supposed to yeah. build their own lightsaber. They'll explain right. that, but they won't explain explain how Maz Katana got the old one back. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> but he must or Kanata, have like, not he- Katana. Sorry, it's cut. I, I'm sorry. I sorry. I said it wrong. Please don't email me. <laughs> but how did he know? Like the right angle and the right speed and the right distance, like everything is laying in his hand it, perfectly. It has to be. It, oh, oh that part. Okay. I always assumed he like, like R2 just freed it. And he remember how he, he got it out of the ice in the Wampa cave. I figured, oh my I God. figured R2 just put it in the air and then he used the force to get it to him. Oh. I like that. I never, I never even thought of that either. I do Me like neither. that. I was thinking that was like Dan Marino to Mark Duper. <laughs> man, that was like, 
That was a great throw. No, okay, so just get it up in the air and I'll hone that. I'll, I'll take care yeah. of the rest. Damn, I like man, I like that. You just made Jedi better. Oh, thank you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and only that. If you no could fishing. only make the other ones better. I can't do that. You can't do that. All right, there's two more to go in this top ten area. Okay. Dave, I can give you hints. If you don't have any more guesses. The only other thing I can think of, and I don't know if this includes, because I did that one with the, the grappling arm. Isn't there at some point, those blue things that go across his, what you would call his chest. Yeah. Oh, doesn't yeah. one of those pop out at one point and like push something? I th- oh, that, yeah, it does. actually, Dave, part of your, of your utility arms and okay claw thing i do so that counts as an arm i'm trying to remember what is the scene is it in is it in jedi where he gets shot and he shoots back and then like all everything shoots out of him like not not fires out of just everything like ejects or something i don't know how you say it extends the bunker yeah when he gets electric yeah Yeah. i'm I'm trying to remember what we see at this point now Yeah, I mean that's all I'm. I'm. I guess I'm thinking there are other things that he can do, but I don't know if they count as tools. He can probably serve as a battery and charge other things. Charge up your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, and I don't know if this is him or the X-wing. There are, um, what do you call this? Like, um, interpretive dance things that like luke luke can read what he's saying but that's probably more the x-wing than him so i i guess i don't have any other guesses what about you matt there's right. two more to go i got, so I, got two, got? I got two guesses one is a tool but i don't know what it's called so i'm going to describe it and i started to describe it before but i gave up because i didn't know what it's called it looks it's another extension from him on like a a swing arm the end of it looks like an like a metal three-pointed arrowhead with a needle on the end and he used it in Cloud City, but he ended up accidentally putting it in a in a um, power socket, and Chewbacca had to pull pull him away. I don't know what that's called, but that's the only other actual I tool, tool I can think of. I remember that. It's not in these top ten, but I remember that okay. scene. I have one more that that I would consider possibly a tool, and we know it exists, but I don't know if it would make this top ten list because it's a little more nebulous. He definitely has some kind of disk drive because we see Leia put that message into him and then he plays it later. So I'm going to go with the generic disk drive description. Hmm. Not here too, but oh, I, I, okay. I remember that. That's all I got then. Well, this one I might need help with. And a lot of the listeners are going to, this is number two. He has a fire extinguisher. He does. He does. Uh, that's yeah. what he, he laid down that. Is that, that Star Wars fu- or Empire? Where he Empire. Just- it was Empire. Okay. Yep. So that he, he made that cloud so the, the Imperials couldn't see them as they ran away. Shit. I forgot about right. that. That's and a good one. number six, when they all get uh, trapped in the Ewoks net. <gasps> the saw. The uh, saw. Son of a bitch. But- <laughs> yeah. We should have known that one. Yep. Yep. The um, buzz saw. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And they tell him not to, but he's like, fuck you. He did it because you know why? He he probably landed and uses his fucking rocket boosters and landed safely. Yeah, all we the just rest, didn't see it. Yeah. All, yeah, all the rest just collapsed on their fucking necks. <laughs> but I just thought this would be a fun episode, you know. It was. See if you guys where's, remember 10, 10 tools. Where's the corkscrew like every Swiss Army knife has for some reason? Right, and where's the fucking uh, plastic <laughs> toothpick? Yeah. I love that. You get the, the, in the Boy Scouts, get a Swiss Army knife. He's got a corkscrew. You're never, never going to need that. And then, ironically, when you turn like 21 and you buy your first bottle of wine thinking you're you're all hoity-toity and you realize you don't have a corkscrew, you look for your old Boy Scout Swiss Army knife. <laughs> well, well, you know, you guys know this. Like, wasn't MacGyver's tool uh, an Army knife? MacGyver's tool was anything. He was amazing. Oh, oh. Touche. Yes, <laughs> I, I can't. But didn't he never carried guns? He always had like the, his little pocket knife. MacGyver stopped a nuclear missile from launching by taking the, um, the, the what do you even call it? The the uh, rotating part. I, I know the name, but I can't think of it. The the part that holds the bullets and a revolver. Taking that out and using it as a wrench. This is true. Yep. We should do MacGyver I've, character. MacGyver scenes tools. in character. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I prefer Rambo's knife. 
because that had a compass in he it. A, yeah. And what else was inside and it? It had a fishing gear. Thread. Yeah. Needle and thread. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the guy in Cobra's knife with the spikes on the handle. Oh, yeah. pig. The crew to civilize. Isn't it the pig? <laughs> but I'm not. I, pref- I prefer that knife that you see in every tasty video of a guy cooking steak in the woods. It's the weirdest looking knife in the world. <laughs> well, that well, was good, Chris. Thank you. I thought that'd be something different, you know. Hope you all had fun and and Matt, what do you got? Do you okay, got I do, I do. I have some some messages. We got some from Patreon that you guys probably didn't see because they go through the Patreon account. So I'll share these. This is from Alex. He says, "Been a listener for a few years, and I wanted to thank you for all that you guys do. I don't have a social media presence, but if I ever do, it's because of the news as community. From listening to Matt goes running, as I'm trying to oh, wait. From, oh yeah." From listening to Matt Goes Running as I try to figure out how to get my lard ass going to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, you know what I'm getting you know what I'm getting myself into when I attend the first time this Oh, I think that's supposed to be so. So I know what I'm getting myself into when I attend the first time this October. The news as podcasts have always been my go-to. I work in a hospital laboratory, and my first podcast I found was Star Wars in Character when trying to find something Star Wars-y I could listen to on breaks. Since about the beginning of the year, I've been working through the midnight shift alone all night, and I've been re-listening to old Swick episodes on a Bluetooth speaker through the night to keep me sane. Work appropriateness be damned. To date, I have had one nurse come in during a conversation about four socks, and while listening to every Christmas Swickmas song ever, the Christmas specials are a yearly tradition, and we listen to me during the holidays, I got a surprise trauma blood request and did not even have enough time to turn off the speaker. So me and this ER nurse filled out paperwork and got bloody <laughs> ready to the tune of blue boobies and a Jawa Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, is, this is great. This is a long winded rant after, uh, I'm sorry. This is a long winded rant. AM 8 AM after a night shift to say, thank you. And I appreciate you guys long time, but unheard of till now fan Alex PS totally hoping to get Chris and Tim. I assume they're the only one two that will be there to sign something swick related at celebration this year. Damn. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much for that. Sorry, the whole hospital yeah, had to hear that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, though. I, I love that, that, that. That's like one of those. Um, I, I don't even know who what director I could, can credit it to, but like one of those scenes where things are so horrific, but the music is so inappropriate type movie things. I could see blue boobies as someone is trying to do a like trauma blood transfusion playing <laughs> on on the screen right now as I say that. What if he's the guy? What if they're laughing and they? Didn't hit the hit the right vein the first three times, you know. Oh, so you're saying we? Oh, I thought you were saying we we caused it, like they actually cut something no, open, no, and, no, had, no, and that's what caused a blood transfusion. Ooh. No, oh. hopefully not. Oh God, I hope not too. So I got one more from Patreon. This is from a Chris, and he says, "Hey guys, or probably Matt, reading this first, which he was correct. Have <laughs> been have been meaning to send a message for quite a while now, but it's the but at the end of the ten years of episodes is probably a good time." I've only been listening to the podcast for just over a year now and am on my second listen all the way from episode one to the most recent ones. I really enjoyed the Patreon reviews of The Mandalorian. They were really great to listen to each week. Thanks for reading out all the comments that went as well. But the main reason for this message is to say thanks in general for keeping up the work for so long. There are still a few characters to go. Hopefully you still have a few more episodes in you yet. I guess I appreciate the effort you put into this a bit more than most as I'm actually a podcaster myself. I'm English, but I co-host a podcast. I'm sorry, the podcast, a flat pack history of Sweden with my Swedish partner, quite different to Swick. We go through the Sweden, Swedish history in English from the stone age to the modern day. We have been going for just over a year. So we've got a long way to catch up with you. I'm a little younger than you guys, born in 1991, so I enjoy listening to all your stories about growing up when Star Wars was fresh. I can only imagine seeing Empire Live in a cinema for the first time. On my side, I distinctively distinctively remember pretending that Darth to be Darth Maul at school because it was so cool with a double lightsaber. That's probably also why I don't mind the prequels. 
If you ever wanted to chat with a younger fan of the show, just let me know. I'd love to ask you on our show, but unfortunately, I don't think Star Wars is in any way relevant to our podcast. We do give a bit of shout out to our Swick shout out to Swick slash news as in our one year anniversary episode, though, as we did a bit of a ripoff of the best of fives running through some of the fun things that we learned over the year. Obviously mention you guys in case of any, in case of any of our listeners love star Wars as much as we do, but yes, keep up the great work. Looking forward to many more episodes. Sorry. This turned out to be quite a long message. Cheers. Chris previously England now Sweden. Nice. Yes. Thank nice. you. And you did not rip off anything because people have been making top five list top since five the dawn list. of time since the ten commandments <laughs> yeah, right there you go that was two damn list of five that, that, <laughs> that was the first top that was the first top ten list yep <laughs> it was god <laughs> from the home office yeah. <laughs> in heaven <laughs> that was good yes cool. i love i love you know you know who's swedish quince aha uh-huh. oh Ace and of Base. Be, yeah, and ABBA, right? <laughs> yeah. No, AHA, the band AHA. Yeah. Take on me. We, we know. So good. The yeah, Living that, Daylights. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put it out there for Chris. Not you, Chris. That Chris. The Living Daylights by AHA is the finest Bond song. I is have it? a... Uh, I bought Christy a picture off of, I think, Redbubble... It's called Take On Meep, and it was the the drawing of the girl looking in the mirror instead of the guy from AHA. It was a sketch of Beaker looking back at her. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is very funny. Uh, well done. Is is that girl from, from Lethal Weapon 2, Sweden? No, they were South African. <laughs> South Africa? South Africa. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. This is true. Diplomatic immunity. Remember the Swedish uh, bikini uh, team, that whole promo from Budweiser? Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. What a time the 90s that. were. Can't do that now. Nope. How many of them were actually Swedish, I wonder? I bet you none. Zero. But not a goddamn one of them. Well, Dave, is it time for some trivia for us? Yeah, let's do a little more trivia. Okay. Once again, we're uh, there. We go steering away. I just I- steering away <laughs> from the Star Wars trivia <laughs> and just doing some general pop culture trivia, or you know, just random trivia, as we do on another show on News as called a proper education. If you'd like to listen to trivia, play along with trivia with uh, the guys from Star Wars and Character, and we got we can get other people on here. We gotta get Christy on uh, proper education. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe not one that's all but it's just random trivia questions so like uh, this is a small taste of that other show go to neosas.com and download any of those for free or uh, you know play along I mean people drive people work in hospitals yeah. and there's blood and there's mailmen and there's truck drivers I mean people need something to do with it. we've even had drives. a gentleman in the middle of a war basically listening to us as he was taking cover god i that's yeah that's the one thing i know it is i'm not gonna say his name but that is the one voice message we've gotten that i i can remember clearly listening to the first time and remember like word for word what he said man i'm sorry i just got to give myself chills yeah yeah i remember that too all right well these are questions that i uh foist upon the people at the proper brewing company every Wednesday night in Quakertown, Pennsylvania as the trivia host of proper education. So last time, Chris, you went first. So Matt, you're going first this time. Damn right. And everything that I'm about <laughs> to ask you, we are still in the month of July in 2021. I mean, people could listen to this 10 years from now and they'd be like 2021. You remember what life was like then? Uh, these two idiots, remember these remember idiots. when we thought we were out of that pandemic? <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> When the so Zeta is, variation came and destroyed the three quarters Zeta. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is the July 2021 state of affairs. So all of these things have something to do with July. <laughs> Some of them very loosely. <laughs> so Matt, you're first. All right. History 
It's your category. Four U.S. presidents have been assassinated in office. Of course, Lincoln and Kennedy. But who are the other two, one of whom was shot on July 2nd, 1881? Can you name either of the two presidents that were shot and killed as president? Hmm. I believe Garfield was one. Garfield, 1881. He was the one that was shot July 2nd, 1881. He did not die that day, but a few days later, but that's one of them. Um, I want to say Taft is the other, but I that's a guess. Taft is incorrect. So, ah. Chris, you can steal a point here if you know the other president that was assassinated in office. See, you're saying in office is throwing me off because I hate to, which I am stupid of all kind of history, so... Sorry for everyone out there. I, I was thinking Kennedy, but now you're doubting me. Like I'm thinking. Well, I said besides Lincoln and Kennedy. Okay. So, yeah. Who are the other I was two? Like, was he president? <laughs> like, shit. Lincoln um, and Kennedy. Who are the other two? Garfield, and there's one more. Oh, please, Christ. I this have... is tough. It's definitely tough. I'm going to say it's the president who said, get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> president Marshall. It was was that his name? Yeah, that was his name. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford and, and Air Force One. <laughs> it, it was not him. Damn it! it! Was President McKinley in 1901? Didn't he, he only serve like 30 days or something? One of that them. was William Henry Harrison. Oh, it was Harrison? Oh, yeah. Not bad. And they think he got pneumonia at his. Oh, he uh, did. Oh, he didn't get at his inauguration. Okay. He refused. The story is, and I don't, this is mostly bullshit at this point. He refused to wear a coat at his inauguration. That's like not getting a vaccine. <laughs> put, a, put a coat on, yeah. dude. You're not that tough. But he got pneumonia and died at like 30 days. Yeah, he, he is the shortest tenure as president. I know Dave probably knows this. I mean, so, is Reagan the only other president who was like, was was tried to get assassinated? And like, is no, there any other no. president? There was like shot? three assassinations no, yeah. on Ford or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> was it really? And Ford squeaky was barely from. in office. Yeah, Squeaky from which was she was she had something to do with the man. She family, tried yeah. to shoot Ford. Um, the best one is Teddy Roosevelt. He got shot and like he had a flask or something in his oh, pocket, awesome. stopped the bullet, and then he proceeded to beat the shit out of the guy that tried to shoot him. Jesus God. Don't fuck with Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> That's great. All right, Chris, here's your question. Your category is Friends, the TV show. Okay. No comment from Matt. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. What was it? <laughs> the what category is, it? is Friends. Oh, I didn't listen. I'm trying to look up this Lincoln Theater joke I heard once and so I could tell it, but I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt LeBlanc was born in July. In the Friends episode, the one where no one's ready, what is Joey's retaliation towards Chandler after Chandler hides all of Joey's underwear? Very famous episode of Friends. This is literally the only episode I've ever seen. (laughs) That's funny. What is Joey's retaliation towards Chandler after Chandler hides all of Joey's underwear on the episode, the one where no one's ready? This is I I the way Matt said it like is this the one where he's wearing all of his clothes and he says can I wear could I be wearing wearing any more clothes Yep that's what I'm guessing he wears everything Chandler owns look at me I'm Chandler could I be wearing any more clothes (laughs) nice job you both knew that (laughs) I'm so proud of my boys I'm so proud of my boys (laughs) remind me of my kids oh you have kids not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> and they're like, what does that mean? Not anymore. Look at this. It's just a bucket of chestnuts. <laughs> I watched the biography on Roddy Piper and they completely glossed over his time and always sunny in Philadelphia. I thought the same exact thing. I was waiting for them to like mention that yep. at the end, but how sad is that thing to watch? It is. It is. Yep. It's, I love him and it's yep, gut wrenching. I didn't realize anything about his early life and that was, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, highly recommended. Me too. All right, Matt, your category is Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Something I've watched even less than Friends. <laughs> it's Daniel Radcliffe's birth month. In the stories, Harry Potter has a connection with Lord Voldemort, and because of that, he can speak parcel tongue, which gives him the ability to communicate with what kind of animal? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to guess. Okay, 
I'm gonna. I'm even gonna tell you why I'm gonna guess this because when Voldemort or whatever the fuck his name is, when Ray Fiennes shows up in the ride in Escape from Gringotts, you see a snake first. So I'm gonna say he can communicate with snakes. Parcel tongue is the commu- is the ability to communicate with snakes. <laughs> you are correct. Thank you, Universal Studios. Halloween Horror Nights coming <laughs> soon this September. Matt knows everything about Friends and Harry Potter. I do. He does. And Harry Potter's friends. <laughs> Chris, your category is food. Food. Okay. July is National Ice Cream Month. Ooh, ice cream. I love ice cream. And the folks over at Ben and Jerry's have offered selections as tributes to some famous folks and bands over the years. For three points, I'm going oh to God. give you the name of one of their products, and you must provide the inspiration for the ice cream. Oh, shit. Okay, here's your first okay. one. Scotchy Scotch Scotch. <laughs> Scotchy Scotch Scotch. Yes. Who drinks Scotch? I have I I um Kennedy. I don't know. That is incorrect. I'm going to send it right over to Matt to steal this. Scotchy Scotch Scotch is a tribute to whom? In our second episode with the Ron Burgundy reference, Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman is correct. So back to you, one. Chris. Yeah. The second one is. One love. One the, love. Who is the inspiration for that flavor of Ben and Jerry's? One love. One love. I, th- I want to say he's a singer. I do not know, Dave. All right. Send that over to Matt, too. Oh, I think it's, I think Bob Marley sings a song, maybe. Well, Whoever sings a song is the answer, and I think that's Bob Marley, so I'll go with Bob Marley. Bob Marley is correct. Uh-huh. Matt's stealing all your points. Damn. Here's your last one, Chris. If I had a million flavors. Oof. First thing, oh. I had a million. If I had a hammer, a hammer in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. A million flavors? I don't know. Okay, Matt, you can steal. If I had a million flavors. I don't know this, but if it's there's, I, if I had a million dollars, is a bare naked lady song, so that's gonna be my guess. It is a tribute to the song "If I Had a Million Dollars" by Bare Naked Ladies. Jesus. It's Man and Jerry's ice cream. Gonna make a song that says I'm rounding. Wow, Matt is Matt uh, took them all. I yow. did. I did. All right, and it's Matt's turn. Your category is music. Yeah. It happens to be the birthday of one of the founding members of Wu-Tang Clan in July. Oh, boy. For two points, name any two of the original <laughs> members of the groundbreaking rap group. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I don't know. But when I hear I'm like, oh, yeah, I have heard that. Oh, I've heard that. But I can't, I can't tell you one of them. Not a fucking clue. All right, Chris, if you can name any... Of the original members of the groundbreaking rap group Wu-Tang Clan, you're going to get yourself two points here. You get two guesses. I want to say salt and pepper. <laughs> you mean salt and pepper? Yeah, pepper with, with an A at the end. Dave, I what have a, no idea. What about Spinderella? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Answers could have been the RZA, Ghostface Killer, Old Dirty Bastard. That's Method the Man, one Master I should have. Method Man. Of course. Yes. Of course. I heard these. God okay. damn it. Moving on to Chris. That was a one he oh. set up to embarrass us, Chris. Matt's going to be very angry in about 10 seconds. More friends. <laughs> okay. Chris, your category is NASA. <laughs> I love seeing rich people go to space. Go. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Incredible. Or, the, or go to the almost space, I guess. It was, uh, yeah, uh, new, new, was it new? Uh, Shepard actually technically went to technical space. They just confirmed today. But I don't really. care. You know what? I honestly do not care about any of those flights for the exact reason Chris said. I was like, that's just, that's rich people with too much money i yeah space spacex is a little different to me because they're actually getting shit done this is just this i don't care about either of those fucking flights i really don't this is just a a, a dick size yep. thing yep. kind of thing you yep. know yep. i was i was hoping both would blow the fuck up uh <laughs> well chris yes july 20th 
The anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. Of course it is. Go ahead. If you believe that sort of thing. Well, I could see if they faked it once, but you had to fake it nine fucking times. We went to the moon nine times, for God's sake. <laughs> what lunar landmark was chosen as the landing site due to its smooth and flat terrain? Does that mean where they came back down at? Nope. <laughs> no? Where do they land? On the moon. Oh, oh, what are they on the moon? Yeah. This is a dumb question. Like lunar, lunar landmark. It's a, a thing on the moon. <laughs> Matt's hating me right now. But isn't the no, moon I'm happy because I know I'm like, gonna get a I'm gonna get a point very shortly. Where did they land? Yes. On the moon. On the moon. Yeah. But what lo, what landmark on the moon did the they moon. land on? Where the where where General Zod was. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I don't know, Matt. You can have it. Take it. Take it. All right, Matt. Well, okay. The goal was a Sea of Tranquility, but I believe they overshot it, but I still think they counted it as landing in the Sea of Tranquility. That is correct. Is there a sea up there? No. (laughs) What's going on here? What's going on here? Did I ever tell you the sto- this story? I know this has nothing to do with anything, but I got to tell you this story. Um, about my student with the globe. Did I ever tell you my, my story? I think I told this yeah, one. You probably did, but I barely listened to you. So, so I <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so I had uh, an assignment in my classroom that had to do with uh, geography, and it, it 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 required the use of the globe. And this girl was looking at the globe, and she was answering questions. Not well, but doing it and just kind of looking at it and turning it upside down and looking at it, spinning it. And she's just like really puzzled by the globe. And I remember I went over and I asked her, I said, do you have a question? Is there anything I can help you with? And she went, yeah. Where do they keep the moon on here? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a reflection of the teacher. (laughs) She was looking. She was looking for the moon on the globe. In the sea. Adorable. Oh, my God. I loved it. But I digress. Uh, Matt, it's your turn again. Okay. Sports. Uh. In September of 2000, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys in the sweltering heat. And after the game, many of the team attributed their win to one thing, guzzling mass quantities of what to keep themselves hydrated. Uh, water would be uninteresting, so the only other thing you see over a field is Gatorade tubs, so I'm going to say Gatorade. That is incorrect, Chris. You can God steal. Damn it. In the sweltering answer, heat man. in the year 2000, what did the Eagles drink? And they attributed the win to one thing, guzzling mass quantities of what? To keep themselves hydrated. This is a thing. I will say milk. Ice cold milk. Milk? Is also incorrect. July also happens to be National Pickle Month. Oh, they drank pickle juice. Disgusting. I actually think I heard that. Now you said that milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Another rumber. Yep. All right, Chris. Your yes. category is TV. Oh, I watch that. Today, well, at least the day I did this trivia, <laughs> was the birthday of actor Matthew Fox, who portrayed Doctor Jack Shepard on Lost. Aren't you going to do your impression? Me? <laughs> what do you say? We got to go back. Oh, that. We got to go okay. back. <laughs> My impression would be out- worst ending ever. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that the chairman of ABC Entertainment got the idea for the show while watching ABC's network broadcast of what movie and thought the concept would make for a good show. The guy, he got the idea from a movie? He did. ABC broadcast showing of what movie the chairman of ABC Entertainment is watching it and says that would be a good idea for a show. What was the movie? That, this is a fucking great question, and I don't know. Like the only thing that kind of um crashing plane kind of movie. No, was it Castaway? I was thinking Alive first, where they eat the people, but that's <laughs> not a loss. <laughs> I think. You're, I th- I'll, I think you're right because it visually looks a lot like Castaway. Now you mention it, I want to say Castaway. Is that your answer? That's my answer. I'm excited to hear the answer. 
But also turns out that July is Tom Hanks's birth month, and the movie that was the inspiration was his film Castaway. Castaway. That's I awesome. I have created fire. Fire. <laughs> That's a great movie. Nice job, Chris. All right, language. Back to Matt. Language. It's also P.T. Barnum's birth month. And as much as I'd like to quiz you about Zac Efron's performance in The Greatest Showman, mm-hmm. I won't. Good. Mm-hmm. Barnum made I would popular- wipe the floor with everybody on my knowledge of that. <laughs> Barnum made popular the three ring circus in America with Philip Bailey. But why is a circus called a circus? The word circus Ooh. is Latin for what? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. Circus. Uh, no clue. I will call it, uh, let's see, sir. I know nothing about Latin. Um, it's gotta have something to do with being inside or traveling show. Ah, I'm going to say traveling show. <laughs> ah, traveling show is incorrect. Chris, you can steal this. What is, why is a circus called a circus? What is circus is Latin for what? I uh, see circus. When I hear circus, I think of circle. I think of McGurkis. And the only <laughs> thing I'm going to say, it's like round. Like those tents are like round. Circus, circle, round. <laughs> Final answer. Named for the great Roman amphitheater, circus is Latin for circle. Oh, wow. Nice. Jesus Christ. I was thinking circus, I think circle. Yeah, you're right. That's awesome. So it's named for like, you know, like Circus Maximus, like, yeah. you know, Gladiator. That makes like perfect sense. Yep. yep. And from, and from Wally Coyote. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, Chris. Sports okay. again. I know you I guys hate it. sports, but people do like sports. They're allowed. They're allowed to like something that they play recess at and get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> July also marks the birth month of Hall of Fame pitcher Satchel Page because he spent most of his career in the Negro Leagues of Baseball and only played in the majors after the color barrier was broken. At age 42, he holds the distinction of being the oldest man to win what baseball award? <laughs> like, like, I know a baseball award. This, well, he had the biggest jockstrap. Final answer. That is incorrect. Damn at the, it. At the age 42, Satchel Page is the oldest man to win what baseball award, Matt? Well, the only other award I know other than the um, World Series is the Cy Young Award. So that's my guess. Not a bad guess. Yeah. The key here was that he was 42 and he is the oldest rookie of the year. Oh, that's, that's, oh, a, that's good, a movie. That's a good one. That's a movie. <laughs> Some people All say right. I put ice on it. Others say heat. You know what I do? I heat up the ice. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> He's so funny in that movie. All right, Matt, this is it. Okay. You can also say happy birthday to one of my favorites and Chris's, Sylvester Stallone. This oh, month. Okay. I was just watching Rocket 2 this morning, actually. In how many movies has Sylvester Stallone played the characters of Rocky and Rambo combined? Okay. That's a good one. All right. Damn. Uh, okay. I think it's eight for Rocky and Rambo, one, two, three. Ground Rambo, and then the other, I can't remember the name of it. So that's, wait, one, two, three, four, five, and eight. Thirteen, I believe. There are five Rambos plus eight Rocky movies. Well, anything where he played Rocky Rocky, for a total of 13. Matt has run away with this one. It is seven to three, Matt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Two in a row for you, my friend. Why was I even on this episode? (laughs) (laughs) But if you like this kind of thing, download a proper education on neozaz.com where we try to, you know, fit your needs. We try to fill all your holes. We fill each other's holes. We fill your holes. All the holes are filled. We try to make you use for all the tools on (laughs) R2-D2. Thank you, Dave, for that. 
Thanks for letting me lose. My pleasure. <laughs> well, thanks for listening you know, to everything about R2's tools, and we'll, we'll see you next time about another tool. Maybe Tim will be on then. <laughs> did you just call Tim a tool? I think I did. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Star Wars In Character. Star Wars In Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.